everyone to another edition of Suplex's Scores and Save Points. Specifically, this is Scores, our weekly sports podcast, coming to you a little later than usual, um, but we're still bringing it to you. We got a fantastic show for you all today. We got some fun stuff to talk about. I am Ryan, and with me, as always, is my co host, my brother. A man who might be excited because the Colts now have two quarterbacks. Nathan. Uh, yeah, we're a day late, but better than ever. <laughs> we'll get into all that. Uh, we've got a lot of NFL news to cover. We're going to be talking NHL and NBA playoffs as we are getting close to the finals uh, in each league. So we got all that coming. Plus, golf had a big tournament, NASCAR All-Star race and some MMA. We got a lot to get to. Hope you all enjoy the show. So, let's start with today, Nathan. Well, you seem pretty excited about the NFL, so let's go ahead and start with that. Okay, so the NFL, we're going to get to the big uh, news in a second. Um, but, like I did say, Colts have signed themselves another quarterback. Um... Big Dick Nick Falls. Well, you know, I don't understand this pickup, really. <laughs> they already had uh, two backups. Yeah. Not sure why you needed this one. I mean, it's good to have a good backup, but why would Nick Foles want to do this? That's weird. Uh, but also, uh, you could have used that. Uh, spot for maybe, uh, I don't know, a better wide receiver or something. Just saying. You don't think... Also, we, you know, you let, what? You don't think their wide receiver core of uh, Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce is, is good? We don't know if either one of them are going to be a number one hit. And Paris Campbell and Mo Alley-Cox is a tight end. I mean, honestly... I don't know who Paris Campbell is. I don't know either. Uh, honestly, the offense should be we're going to hand it off to Jonathan Taylor 50 times a game and see what he can do. Well, obviously, yes. But <laughs> I'd still like a little – at least what – I just wish they would have got went out there and got one big wide receiver, one big name, you know. But yeah, they didn't it, really... is, it is what it is. If, you know, Matt Ryan's never been hurt really. Knock on wood. Uh, but now I guess if he does get hurt this year, I mean, Nick Foles can step in and Bam and Frank Wright, you know, they won a Super Bowl together. So, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, Ryan, what's the other big NFL news? So the big other big news is, according to reports, um, the NFL has is having um, discussions regarding the future of the Pro Bowl. Um, one of those um, is a possible just elimination of the game altogether. Um, well, what they're saying is a traditional tackle game. So um, maybe they will change it to flag football. Um, let's face that's, it. That's, what, that's one of my options. So here's the thing <laughs> with the Pro Bowl. We'll get into this, but here's the thing with the Pro Bowl. You have declining interest from fans. Declining interest from players. Um, no one really cares about it 
internally anymore. No one cares to watch it anymore. Yeah, it is it really worth having anymore? If you look at All Star games and other sports, I don't know about hockey. Do they even have an All Star game? Yes, they do. They do it differently though. Um, but in in, a, in MLB and the NBA, the All Star game determines uh, home field advantage or home court advantage in the finals. I think the NHL did Well, it did in the NBA. I don't know if it still does because now they do a draft and shit, but I know it used to. I think it still does. Um, so, you know, it means something in those sports. But in the NFL, it means nothing. It's at the end of the year where no one cares anymore. Players don't want to keep playing football when the ones that do go don't take it seriously. So we have decided as a podcast here to – Give some ideas on how to fix the Pro Bowl and how to make it more exciting and how to just maybe get some interest back in the Pro Bowl. Um, Because let's face it, it is terrible right now. Pro Bowl right now is just terrible and it's not worth watching at all. So what are some of your ways? It was your first way to make the Pro Bowl good again. So what are your options? <laughs> just ask you. <laughs> my, 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 my headphones, my headphones just connected. All right, let's go. I'm ready. Are you okay. ready to go with mine first? You yeah, give me one of yours first. Yeah, give me one of yours first. All right. So both of mine include, or three, well, two of mine, include one one thing in, in uh, common, and that is move it past the Super Bowl. Yes. Make it very like after all that crap, and then my first option is you do exactly what you just said. Make it mean something. If it's after the the year is over, you know you got the whole off season to recover from this game. Let these guys go out there, actually play a game. Make it for whoever wins the game, uh, AFC or NFC. One of those teams gets the gets to host the Super Bowl from that from that uh, conference. Whoever wins, make it mean something. That's my first option. Yeah, that was kind of um, the, what I was going for with one of mine too. It was just mine's a little different. Um, I'm I'm gonna say this in a way that's not maybe disrespectful to NFL players, but NFL players, you know, I don't know how much money they get from playing in the Pro Bowl. That's probably not a lot. Probably not much. So here's what I'm thinking. Let's do some in, some financial incentive to play in the Pro Bowl. So you get selected to the Pro Bowl, you get you get some money. But if you actually go and play, get a little more money. And then let's say if you're on the winning team, you get paid more. That way you're actually trying to play football. Um, and then the MVP or maybe not just the MVP, but like, you know, winning team and they decide whoever's the MVP gets, you know, a little bit more money. Because cash obviously is the deciding factor for a lot of these players, you know. They want some money. Let's put some money on the line for this Pro Bowl. Let's make it fun, you know, make them actually want to be there and actually want to play. Because right now, they don't care. Um, and then also, yes, one of my other ideas was, yes, home, home field advantage for Super Bowl or something like that. Because... There's no other way of right. Yeah. Uh I got another option. 
Okay, you still have it after the Super Bowl, but now it is black football. Okay, it's black football. Okay, Ryan, you got you got your spring. Okay, those are all Pro Bowlers from the NFL. Okay, but then you got your third string, and your third string is all celebrities. Okay, <laughs> so then. Yeah, so now you got your you got your three strings. You have the first two strings play first. Then in the third quarter, you have the celebrities play. And then the fourth fourth quarter, you go back to the starters to finish off the game. All flag football. I like that. I mean, that's the funnest part of like Wait. that's the funnest part of like the NBA and MLB All-Star weekend is the celebrity games. I would love to see the celebrities out there mixing it up with legends and and but not in just a celebrity game, but actually have it be like an actual Pro Bowl with actual current day NFL players along with legends and along with celebrities. That'd be cool. My next one, it kind of goes with my next one goes with the new because there's 17 games. Right. So my next idea oh, would my be next idea would be whatever because you know they whatever, don't make the schedule out till way after the season, right? Right. So my idea would be whoever whatever well, conference wins the Pro Bowl, Bowl gets an extra home game on their schedule the following year. Ooh. Because it's not gonna mean much to us like the fans, you know, like but it's going to mean something to the players. So that means an extra day of not traveling. They get to stay home an extra week. Um, they'd actually probably try a little harder. They knew they had an extra home game on the line. Because now there's an odd number of games. So And they, they could swing it because the extra game is non-conference. So the, the extra game that you have is going to be against the other conference. So then the winner of the Pro Bowl gets an extra game. So extra home game. No, no. That'd be, that'd be something different. It would it would make the teams play harder, the players play harder. It wouldn't be exciting for us to hear, you know, but or for us to like watch because we wouldn't. The owners would like it because they'd get an extra home game, uh, you know, more money for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Uh, my third option, Ryan, uh, is uh, just cancel it. <laughs> Just get rid of it, because uh, if it's going to keep looking the way it is, it might as well not even happen. Um, I mean, yeah, I thought about that, too. Um, I mean, yeah, I thought about the only other option uh, I would see was, hey, the only other option I would see let's take the say, bottom two teams, whoever had the two the worst records, teams, put them in a game, and the winner gets the number one draft. Put them in a game, and the winner gets the number one draft. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like that. But that's, I mean. That's not really a Pro Bowl, though. No, that's, it's I mean, not. But I mean, the NFL Pro Bowl, no one, like I said, the whole time, no one cares about it. No one wants to play in it. No one, I mean, I don't know how you can fix it, honestly. I don't know how you can fix it, honestly. So they may try to go. I would assume the way they would go would be to try to assume the way they exciting flag football ish, you know, or different rules or something to try to. I'm telling you, you, get those celebrities out there with those players, let it happen. 
That'd be fun. That would be fun. That'd be fun. All right. Hello? So that is the Pro Bowl solutions we've come up with. Um, I don't know if there's any other solutions. I can't hear you no more. What's going on? So like I said, that is the uh, our solutions to the Pro Bowl. Um, really, there's probably no solution to making the Pro Bowl watchable. Um, I think pretty much most fans have given up on it at this point. So. It'd be interesting to see what they come up with, though. Maybe they can come up with something different and unique, but it's the NFL, so I highly doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be any fun. That's what it's No, it's never fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, Michael Vick is going to be joining the Fan Controlled Football League. As a what? A quarterback. Oh, my God. Oh, never mind. He just came out and said he's not. He thought about it, and then he said, now he's going to stay on the sidelines. Thank God. He thought it. They offered him a contract, and he thought about it, and then uh, then he said no. All right. Um, the CFL is still going to walk out, so that's that's fun. Um, <laughs> uh, the players reject tentative collective. They had an agreement reached last week. Um, between the players' association and the league, but then now the players' association has come out and said, "You know what? Now we're going to reject that." So, um, so I don't know. They just want more money and they want better health health uh, coverage and all that kind of stuff. So, nothing you can't blame them for. Yeah, the is supposed to kick off here soon. Uh, next week, actually, is season or two weeks from now, season's supposed to kick off. So maybe they can, hopefully, they can, uh, you know, get some worked out. Hate to see another walkout. Um, so, all right, that's that's enough football. We've 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 covered football. <laughs> no, 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 we haven't. No, we oh, haven't. I forgot. There is another we football. Have, we there is. Yeah, we we have to talk about this league, Ryan. It's getting so exciting. We also have the XFL to talk about too. Um, yes. We did have more games in the USFL. Guys, it's made it. Six weeks. That is more than the, the Alliance of American Football made it. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, week six scores Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Uh, Philadelphia won. The Philadelphia Stars won 35 to 28 over the Bandits. Both those teams are three and three. Uh, the 6-0 Birmingham Stallions, they are still undefeated as they beat Michigan 33-17. to Again, a little suspicious that they play in Birmingham and the Birmingham team is the best team in the league. <laughs> that out there. Uh, New Orleans Breakers beat the Pittsburgh Maulers 26-16 to improve the 4-2. and And the New Jersey Devils beat the Houston Gamblers 26-25. They are now 5-1. and Next week... Yeah, bronze team's going good, you know, four, four, and two. Not too bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, next week's slate will be uh, New Jersey versus Tampa Bay, uh, New Orleans versus Michigan, uh, Birmingham and Pittsburgh. Birmingham's going to win again as Pittsburgh's one and five, and Philadelphia and Houston. Uh, so we've got uh, this is going to be week seven. Week 10 is the final week. So 
Uh, in XFL news, they have, they, they have announced uh, 10 weeks and then two weeks of the playoffs. Oh, I thought, okay. Yeah, it's a 10-week season. No, they have 10 weeks set schedule and then uh, two weeks. So it's a 12-week season, essentially. Okay. Um, XFL also announced that they have they have their partner, uh, TV partner. Uh, they're going to be with ESPN or slash Disney. Um, it just said Disney, a Disney-owned property. So uh, it could be on ESPN, uh, it could be on USA, uh, ABC. It also could be on FX because Disney owns FX now. Um, so we'll see. Could be on ESPN Plus. I could be, um, but I kind of figured. I mean, that's where they were with before. I mean, and, and they didn't try to pick up on the USFL any. So I kind of figured they were just going to go back with the XFL. Hey. Um, but hey. Could be. Could be. Could be on Disney Plus. This could be Disney Plus first live thing, Ryan. What do you think about that? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> It'd be interesting to have football on Disney Plus. <laughs> okay. Instead of the original XFL had the introduction from The Rock, this one would have the introduction from Vince, uh, from Mickey Mouse. Fuck yeah! Oh, welcome to the XFL. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then you get Goofy out there. Oh my gosh! Let's kick off the ball. <laughs> and they get speared by a bunch of players. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. We had uh let's go to golf, Nathan. Uh we had the PGA championship uh over the weekend. Yeah, you know, you know what's weird about the PGA championship is it went to a playoff. Yep. And all the other playoffs I've seen, I mean I'm I granted I don't watch golf religiously or nothing. But all the other uh, championships that I've seen, when they go to a playoff, they just go to a playoff to where, like, as soon as one player beats the other player on a hole, that's it. Yeah. But this one was a three-hole playoff. Yeah. And it kind of made it really anticlimactic, honestly, because uh, the first hole they tied, they both, they both got birdies. Uh, second hole, uh, who, who won? What, what was his name? Uh, Justin Thomas went, won. Uh, yeah, won. yeah, Justin Thomas. Uh, so, Justin Thomas got a, a birdie, and the other guy got a par. And But then on the next hole, Brian, uh, what's, the, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Will Zalatoris. Yeah. So Willie uh, hit the ball. He got on the green in, in regulation or under regulation. It was a birdie attempt, or it was—I guess that is regulation. Anyway, yeah. he got yeah. on the green. He could have could have had a birdie, except for the fact that it rolled like 50 miles past the hole, like <laughs> behind the hole. Like it just kept going. It, it yeah. got back and it just kept going. So he ended up being way out there, and Justin Thomas got it on the green. Or he could have gotten an eagle, okay? So all he had to do, Ryan, so anti-climatic, he didn't even have to, he even had a two-putt to win. Yep. So he just had to get it close and then tap it in. I was like, oh, man. So, so anti-climatic. But it was, Thomas wins the PGA Championship. Uh, he took home a cool $2.7 million, too. Um, what would have happened 
if Willie won that hole, would it went to a fourth hole then? I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was kind of anticlimactic. When Justin Thomas won the second hole, it was like, well, all he has to do is tie or win the next hole, and he wins. Um, yeah. So, Justin Thomas, congratulations to Justin Thomas. Uh, you know, I don't know how many majors he's won. Well, he won the PGA Championship back in 2017. Well, there you go. So, the two-time PGA Champion. There you go. Uh, next tournament on the docket is the, uh, well, Charles Schwab Challenge. It's not really a major or anything. Um, so, that's the next tournament. Uh, May 26th through the 29th. All right. Uh, so there you go. Hey, Ryan. Yes. Speaking of uh, all-star games, I don't know if this one means anything, but we had an all-star race. Does it, is it for anything? Does it matter? I, I think it's just money, which is where my inspiration uh, for the uh, Pro Bowl came from, was this is pretty much just the all-star race here, I think, is just about money. <laughs> they, um, but, yes, we did have the all-star race at Texas Motor Speedway. Um, we had two races. We had the open, um, which is how you get in to the, so, so I think also race, if you had to have won a race last year, right. And you automatically qualified something like that. Oh my God. And then they had the open race where if you win the open race, you get into the, uh, open, uh, this was one. Uh, by Daniel Suarez. So Suarez raced his way in, and then we had the all-star race. We had a huge uh, little wreck, uh, about three or four cars involved. Uh, Ryan Blaney ends up taking home the checkered flag and winning the all-star race. Uh, no points on the line here, so no change in the standings or anything. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was just about money. Uh, All right. Well, Congratulations, Ryan Blaney. You won the race that didn't matter. Yeah. Um, they did have like a premature yellow because uh, the checker flag was already waving. Um, and then the caution lights came yard. So before he got to the line. And so then they had to go two more laps. And he still ended up winning. But if it would have cost him the race, that would have sucked. Um, That's weird. So he was celebrating already. Um, and then they call the caution, so they had to go two more laps. Um, he ended up winning anyway, so it did not cost him anything, but um, it, I'm glad he ended up winning because that would have sucked for him to lose that after, a, you know, fuck up on NASCAR's part. Because NASCAR came out and said, yeah, we probably shouldn't have called that. <laughs> wow. A little controversy there, but it, it ended up okay. He ended up winning it anyway. Um, so nothing, nothing, nothing too damaged there. Um, next right. race is Charlotte Motor Speedway this weekend. Um, but also this weekend is the Indy 500. Yes. Uh, big race. Um, Scott Dixon uh, was the fastest pole run in history. Wow. Uh, going more than 234 miles an hour. That is called uh, penis panic. Dude, um, that's I would not. I would not want to be in the car for that. No way in hell. Yeah. So Scott Dixon will be sitting on the pole for the Indy 500. That is uh Sunday, Monday. Uh, that is Monday. Yeah, it's on actual Memorial Day, right? Right. Um, 
Uh, also, uh, man, I really hope that's the sound bite for TikTok, by the way. <laughs> Penis uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so who do you got, Rod? Who's gonna win this Indy 500? You know what? I'm gonna have to look at who's in it. <laughs> uh, I don't follow IndyCar. Um, I'm gonna be boring and say Scott Dixon's gonna win. I mean, it's probably a pretty safe bet considering he went 235 miles an hour in fucking practice and qualifying. Jesus That's Christ. Um, let's see. Who's on the pole here? Or what? I, I can't find, like, the starting starting grid. There it is. Never mind. That's not working either. Uh, yeah, Scott Dixon's probably the best, uh, you know, best choice. Um, let's go with... Oh, I forgot they do three people at a time in the row. I was, like, confused here. Uh, I'm going to go out on a whim here. I'm going to pick somebody at random. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Will Power. He's starting 11th. He's going to work his way up and win this race. I like it. Jimmy Johnson's in it, by the way. What? Yeah. Jimmy Johnson's starting uh, 12th. Other notable names? Changing my pick. Uh, other notable names. We've got uh, Marco Andretti uh, starting 23rd. Helio Castanoves is 27th. Um, Juan Pablo Montoya is 30th. Um, and that's it. I don't know anybody else on this list. So I changed my pick to Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Some of these people look super young. Yeah. Willpower for the win. That's 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 a. We don't know much about racing. We should have Jeff on here to talk about the Indy 500. He probably could have gave us like a huge rundown and who the favorite is. And <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> we don't know anything about uh NASCAR about racing. So but yeah, it's weird that they did the All Star. Didn't they used to do the Arsenal race later in the season? I feel like they did. But and they used to not be at Texas either. They used to be at Charlotte. So uh, let's go to. Uh... Let's get to these playoffs, Ryan. Which one? <laughs> uh, let's start with the NBA. We're getting close to the finals there. So, the NBA finals, uh, or NBA playoffs here, we are, we are into the conference finals, um, Eastern and Western. Game one of the Eastern Conference finals was a blowout as Miami beats Boston 118-107. to 107. Um, you're going to hear the word blowout a lot in these conference finals. I'm just going to say that now. Um, so Miami took a 1-0 lead on Wednesday. Warriors blew out the Mavericks 112-87. to um, Warriors really t- took it all over here in the second half. And uh, they went up 1-0. On Thursday, Celtics blew out the Heat 127-102 to to tie the series. Like I said, the word blowout is going to be used a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On Friday, uh, this one was closer. Uh, Warriors won 126 to 117. Luka Doncic did everything he could. He had 42 points. Um, and they actually had a huge lead going into uh, halftime. Um, but they held the Mavericks. The Mavericks only scored 13 points in the third quarter, which allowed the Warriors to come back and end up taking this game by nine. Um, 
And then on Saturday, Heat beat the Celtics 109-103 to take a 2-1 series lead um, in that series. Uh, Sunday, Warriors beat the Mavericks 109-100. They are now up 3-0. Luzhik Doncic again had 40 points. Um, oh, just, my God. Not a, they have no help. It's Luka by himself trying to win the series. And then the Warriors have so many um, options with Thompson and Curry and Wiggins. It, it's uh, it's pretty hard to beat. Um, but on Monday, my God, Celtics beat the Heat by 20, winning 102 to 82. The Heat scored 11 points in the first quarter. <laughs> uh, they did not score. They had like two points with like in like seven minutes to go or seven minutes into the first quarter or something. Uh, just embarrassing. Celtics defense really just took them on. And destroyed them. So that series is tied two to two. So very interesting there. Uh, the Western Conference Finals could be wrapped up tonight. Must win game for Dallas as they host the Warriors at the American Airlines Center. Uh, they really have to pull something out here and try to come back epically from three zero. I hope Luca makes the ultimate comeback. Um. Yeah. So if the Warriors win, they're going to be sitting a while. Uh, cause this other series ain't going to wrap up till at least two more games, which will put it till Friday. Um, right. and if they go seven, that's not going to be over till Sunday. So if the Warriors win tonight, they're going to rest for about a week almost, uh, before the final start. Well, ain't that something. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Uh, I'm really hoping the Mavericks can at least make this series interesting. Um, I was pulling for them, and uh, I need to just stop picking teams because every time I pick a team, they end up losing. Uh, uh, let's go to hockey. Hockey, hockey. Um, yeah, let's go to hockey. Uh, hmm. You know, hockey, I just, I'm tired of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Just tired of them. <laughs> Welcome to the bandwagon, my friend. Um, so, so we start with the Tuesday scores from last week, and then we'll work our way up. Game one of the second round, Tampa Bay won four to one against the Florida Panthers, and in overtime, the Avalanche win three to two over St. Louis to take a one-zero series lead. St. Louis they played every team really tight. Um, Hurricanes beat the Rangers in overtime two to one to take a one-zero series lead. And the Flames beat the Oilers nine to six. That is high scoring. Uh, with yeah. Calgary taking a one-a lead. Thursday, Lightning won two to one. They're up 2-0 over the Florida Panthers. Blues come back and tie the series 1-0-1-1 with a four-to-one victory over the Avalanche. Avalanche, by the way, are the where they had the best record in all of hockey. Uh, Friday, Hurricanes up 2-0 as they beat the Rangers 2-0. Oilers and Flames with another shootout as Oilers won 5-3. No defense being had in this oilers Flames series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that series is tied 1-1. Saturday, Avalanche beat the Blues 5-2 to take a 2-1 series lead. Lightning beat the Panthers 5-1 on Sunday. They are now up 3-0 and one win away from going to the East Finals again. 
or like the eighth straight time or something. Uh, <sighs> let's hope not. Uh, Rangers beat the Hurricanes three to one to take a two one series lead, and Oilers beat the Flames four to one to take a two one series lead. And on Monday, Lightning beat the Panthers 2-0. They are now into the Eastern Conference Finals. They will meet the winner of the Hurricanes and Rangers series. And the Avalanche beat the Blues 6-3. They're up 3-1 in that series. Tonight, Hurricane Rangers game four uh, at New York with Carolina leading the series 2-1. And Flames and Oilers, the shootout will continue tonight probably in Edmonton. Edmonton leading uh, the series 2-1. to one. So Tampa's right. sweet. Uh, Florida was the number one seed, and Tampa just went in and swept them. Yeah, there, there was a scary moment, Ryan, uh, in the St. Louis uh, game as uh, after the game, I, apparently one of the players' uh, moms, uh, somebody threatened to kill her. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but, man, let's yeah. uh, let's just chill out a little bit here. Uh, it's just sports. Uh, so apparently um, what happened was Nazim Kadri from Colorado um, um, and he got he had a hit with Blues goaltender Jordan Bennington which ended up injuring him so he'll be out for the whole series um, and apparently uh, that's what led to a threat being uh Let's uh let's 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 calm down, people. It's just hockey. Um, apparently, it was also there was racist um undertones to this as well. So, again, just come on. Let's not. It's sports. It's not that serious. <laughs> like no, that's crazy. It's, it's sports. Like, come on, guys. Um, but yeah, hockey is really interesting. Um, please, oh please, 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 whoever wins this Hurricane Rangers series. Please, oh, please. <laughs> yeah, take those Tampa Bay lighting out. If they make the finals again uh, and they go for the three-peat, they will have, they'll be the first team to three-peat since, like, 1984 or something. Um, wow. We are in the midst of probably a, a dynasty here, Nathan. Good. Unfortunately. Oh, I got to say that. Unfortunately, uh, uh, we're in the midst of a dynasty. Let's get into some WNBA action, Ryan. WNBA. Uh, did the Fever win more games? Let's see. Um, uh, I know they lost. I know they lost at least one that I saw. Uh, starting on Tuesday, the Sun beat the Liberty ninety-two to sixty-five. Wow, well, it was not even close. <laughs> Ninety-two to sixty-five. The Dream beat the Fever one hundred one to seventy-nine. Oh, that's even worse. Not even close. Mystics beat the Wings eighty-four to sixty-eight. Not even close. Uh, Aces beat the Mercury eighty-six to seventy-four, and the Wings get their first win on the year as they beat the Sparks eighty-seven to eighty-four. That was the closest game. Yeah, uh, on Wednesday, the storm in the sky had a very good uh, that I the storm and the sky. I think I said storm in the sky. I meant storm and the sky. I uh, had a very close game. Storm ended up winning seventy four to seventy one. Very close. 
Um, on Thursday, Aces beat the Lynx 93 to 87. Uh, Wings beat the Mercury 94 to 84. Uh, Friday, Fever lose again. They lose to the sign at 94 to 85. Uh, Mystics beat the Dream in 78 and 73. And the Storm beat the Sparks 83 to 80. On Saturday, Aces beat the Mercury 100 to 80. And the Wings beat the Lynx 94 to 78. Man, when these games are blowouts, they are blowouts. Yeah. Uh, Sun beat the Fever 92 to 70. And the Sky beat the Mystics 82 73. And on Monday, Aces beat the Sparks 104 to 76. Aces are 7 and 1. Uh, they are the best team in all of um, WNBA. They are 7 and 1. Connecticut Sun are 4 and 1. Washington is 5 and 2. Atlanta and Dallas are both 4 and 2. Chicago three and two, Seattle three and three, and Phoenix two and four. That are your those are your eight playoff teams right now, um, with Los Angeles, New York, Indiana, and Minnesota trailing. New York and Minnesota both only have one win. Right. You got some great teams at the top, and then a whole bunch of mediocre uh, down there towards the bottom. <laughs> How many teams make the playoffs? Do they do eight. They do eight. Yes. They do eight, but they don't go east and west. They just take four from each and seed them based on record. So um, so the finals could be Las Vegas versus Seattle. Right. Um, so that's cool. I think the NBA should do that, honestly. You still yeah, have, like the way they do it. You still I have four that, from each conference, but you just you don't go east versus west. I hope in the future they can get more popular and get more teams, you know? Yeah. Um, we had a fight night as well over the weekend. Um, yeah. Holly Holm was uh, main eventing on this show. Um, might be time to call it quits. <laughs> I don't know, though. It was a split decision, so it was not a dominating fashion for Ketwin Vieira. Um, a split decision win, though, for and Holly Holm loses, so I don't know. Her, her her run may be over here. Yeah, I think it's been over for a little, little while. <laughs> uh, and other action, Michael Piera defeated Santiago Ponzinibbio. That was easy for you to say. Uh, <laughs> by split decision in a welterweight fight. Shidi Najukuani uh, beat Dusko Todorovic by knockout in a middleweight fight in the first round in about 20 seconds. Uh, it was very, very quick. <laughs> first round knockout. Oh. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, in a woman's straw weight, Tabitha Ricci defeated Pollyanna Viana by unanimous decision. And Ju Young Park defeated Eric Anders by split decision. We had four decisions on this five-night main card. All right. A lot of decisions. Got your money's worth. Money's worth it was a fight night. <laughs> Money's worth on a free show. Uh, uh, baseball. Let's see. We uh, yeah, baseball and major league soccer. I think is what we got with too. Yeah, we got major league soccer too. Um, baseball standings. Um, hey, you know what? I'll give the Reds some credit. They got twelve wins now, boys. <laughs> hey, they're not. They're gonna avoid that eighteen hundreds record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 12 and Hopefully. 29. They're getting there. 
They're getting there. They had a good last 10. You know, they went 500 in the last 10. That doesn't, you know, hey, that's a step in the right direction. Uh, so New York Yankees leading the East, uh, American League East, uh, 29 and 13. Tampa Bay, uh, Toronto, Boston, and Baltimore fill out the rest of that division. Um, right now, it's not close. Uh, New York's going to run away with that division right now. Uh, in the central, Minnesota is leading the way. Uh, Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit, and Kansas City. Uh, Minnesota and Chicago are the only teams with winning records in that division. Everybody else is below 500 and uh, pretty below, actually, 500. <laughs> uh, and out the west, it's the Houston Astros cheating their way to first place. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Los Angeles Angels are second, and then Texas, Seattle, and Oakland. They are all un- under 500 as well. I think if you had your way, they'd be kicked out of the league. They would. That would replace them. Just replace the whole team. It's just, you know, let's move them and change the name and everything. Uh, New York Mets out east are leading the National League East. They are up eight games on Philadelphia. This league, this division's not even close. Uh, New York Mets are running away with this. They're 29 and 15. Philadelphia is 20 and 22 in second. So that one is New York Mets uh, division to lose. Uh, Atlanta is third. Miami fourth. Washington is fifth. Um, in the central, Milwaukee still leading the way, 26 and 16. St. Louis is second, two games back. And then there is a sharp decline with the rest of this division. Um, Pittsburgh is in third, and Chicago, basically, they're both tied. They are only 17 and 24. And then Cincinnati is 12 and 29. Wow. What a shitty division. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we go from that to the best division in all of baseball. As we have four teams above 500 and one team only three games out from being 500. Um, Los Angeles Dodgers, though, are leading the division. They are 28 and 13. San Diego is 28 and 14. San Francisco is 22 and 19. Arizona is 22 and 22. So they're right at 500. And then Colorado, 19 and 22. That's crazy. That is, that is insane. Uh, that whole like three teams from that division will probably make the playoffs too. Oh yeah, because they get two wild cards, so they'll get both wild cards. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's go to the uh, major league soccer uh, table. Games here. Table. Oh, I guess you can go with the games. It don't matter either. Yeah, right? we'll just do the table. It's fine. Uh, we're thirteen games in for most teams here. Philadelphia leading the Eastern Conference with 24 points, followed by New York City, Orlando City, Montreal, New York Red Bulls, uh, FC Cincinnati, Charlotte, Atlanta, New England, Miami, D.C., Columbus, Toronto, and Chicago. What happened to Columbus, Nathan? Nah, I don't know. Uh, out West, it's the L.A. Football Club up two points. They got 26 over Austin. Who this is only their second year in this uh, MLS. They're in second. Pretty good showing. Uh, Dallas is third. Salt Lake is fourth. Galaxy is fifth. Nashville sixth. Houston seventh. Minnesota eighth. Uh, Colorado ninth. Portland tenth. San Jose 11th. Seattle 12th. Kansas City 13th. And Vancouver is 14th. Um, the top seven qualify for the playoffs. There you go. There you go. 
Are they going to expand anymore? They're up to, you know, 14 teams in each division. Um, you think soccer is going to expand more? Uh, I think I, I want to get to 30. Oh, there's two more teams? Makes sense. The 30 seems to be either 30 or 32 is where most leagues might be. It's a good, solid number. Um, I think that's going to – so podcast, a little late today um, as I went to the Monday Night Raw show yesterday and was unable to record the podcast on our normal time. So we're going to put this out. It'll be out – you know, this is probably going to be Tuesday night, Wednesday morning when this is out. Um, but we still wanted to get this out for you. Coming up on Thursday morning, we are going to be having the video game podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking all the latest news and rumors and all that fun stuff in Bidja Games. And then on Saturday morning, we're going to be doing our big AEW Double or Nothing prediction show. Should be a lot of fun. Um, that should be a very fun pay-per-view. So you're going to want to watch the uh, – or listen or watch that predict uh, that. A podcast for our predictions of double or nothing. Could be some bold predictions on there. Hey, you know, I'll tell you right now, you know, Jeff may be uh, the king of WWE, but by God, I'm getting my belt back with AEW. Hey, I'm still undefeated when it comes to predicting triple, uh, triple A, so. There you go. <laughs> um, yes, the prediction championship will be on the line. It's still in my house because I cannot find a time to get it to Jeff. I will get it to him by the time he probably loses it, so. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's the upcoming. Uh, we're still working on stuff for the for the, for the the YouTube channel. So, um, yeah, all that fun stuff. Follow all the social media at Sabri, E-N-T. That is TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, for all the latest updates and pictures and videos and whatever we do, go to the website, sspod.com, for all the blogs that will be uploaded here. Uh, soon they're going to be a shit ton uploaded at one time so that's how we do things over there go check out the blogs over on sspod.com nathan's quick takes for all his thoughts on all the wrestling that happens and it's a lot of wrestling and it's a lot of shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right so that's gonna do it thank you all for listening to this one uh hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions or comments or anything you'd like to let us know about Hit us up on Twitter at Sabri ENT. Uh, you can either tag me or use the hashtag SSSPod. And we will, you know, if you have any questions, let us know. We might answer them on the podcast. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you. For Nathan, I am Ryan, reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.